Hey, 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 welcome to this week's episode where I am going to be talking about Fashion Week. So this is going to be a two-part series. Um, on the first part, we're going to um, introduce the Fashion Week. So it is titled Fashion Week Unveiled, the what, who, where, and how of the world's ultimate style showcases. And so we're going to do an introduction of Fashion Week, what it's all about, how it's organized, how often it happens, all of those good things. So come on in, grab your pen and paper and be ready to take some notes. And in the end, listen for um, how you can engage your students in Fashion Week. You're listening to Marketing Adventure, the hub for business, fashion, marketing, and other CTE educators who integrate marketing into the learning experience. I'm your host, Jackie Walker. Each week, I'll cover marketing education concepts, strategies, tips, trends, frameworks, and other information to equip you to connect your classroom to digital natives while cultivating an engaged learning environment. So come on into the room where your favorite beverage, snacks, and even your cell phone are all welcome. Hey, hey, hey. So today we're talking about Fashion Week. This is the best time to talk about it because we're in the midst of Fashion Week for the fall 2024 lines right now. So what is Fashion Week? Well, Fashion Week is a time when designers in various regions have an opportunity to showcase their collections, what they've been working on, their creative masterpieces for the world to see. And it's an opportunity for buyers in the media to be exposed to what is up and coming in the fashion industry. I said regionally previously, so that leads you probably to ask the question, like, where is Fashion Week held? Well, there are four major regions in which Fashion Week happens, and those regions are New York, London, Milan, and Paris. Now, the... The fashion shows aren't limited to those four areas, but those are the four major regions that attract the celebrities, the um, retailers, and all of the hoopla that surrounds Fashion Week. So let's talk about that a little bit. So um, Fashion Week, you might want to know when it started. Well, it initially started in New York in 1943 by Eleanor Lambert, who was the first known publicist for the fashion industry. She decided during the World War II era to um, have all of the media to come to New York to see what fashions um, were coming out, what the designers were coming up with. And it was just a way to generate more um, talk and focus around U.S. designers um, because Paris has always been known as the fashion capital of the world. So she decided to bring journalists to New York to spotlight 
the fashion, um, American fashion designers. So New York started in 1943. However, they became um, under the organization of the um, Council of Fashion Designers Association um, in 1993. And they really became more organized in the 1950s, but um, currently they are led by, again, the Council of Fashion Designers of America, and that um, came into play in 1993. Now, London, um, and and I'm going to say these in the order in which the fashion uh, weeks occur. Um, Generally, they hit New York first, then London, then Milan, and then Paris. So London started their fashion weeks in 1984. And then Milan started theirs in 1958. And Paris started in 1973. And they are known as the first organized fashion week. They were the first one to build a council um, to organize their fashion week. All right, now that we know what Fashion Week is and where it's held, let's talk about how it's organized. Who organizes these four major regions? So starting with New York, um, as I mentioned before, it is governed by the Council of Fashion Designers of America. Now, that was started by Eleanor, um, the one who started Fashion Week, Eleanor Lambert. She started it in 1962. However, it did not take over Fashion Week until 1993. All right. And the number of members for the... um. CFDA seems to be the largest out of any of the regions. They currently have about over 500 members, which are the designers that um, make up the body of the CFDA, along with the board members, which are notable names. I must say, let me pull that up over here. Notable names um, are Tori Birch, um, Tommy Hilfiger, Norma Kamali, Michael Kors, Ralph Lauren, Tracy Reese, Vera Wang, and Diane von Furstenberg. That may be a little bit older than some of you who are listening to this, but those are some people who make up the board of the CFDA. All right. Now, other information um, going forward for London, it is the British Fashion Council, and it consists of about 221 members. So, um, and that was just a couple of years ago, so I'm sure it's grown since then. The Milan Council that organizes their Fashion Week is Camera Nazionale della Moda Italiana. Okay, I know that I probably butchered that name, but that is the governing group for um, Milan. And there's over 200 companies that are governed by that group for ready-to-wear in men's fashion. And then finally, we have Paris. Now, the Paris organization um, is called Le Federation de la Hocoteur et de la Mode. It's for short, it's FHCM. 
and they have three chambers. Um, one is for men, one is for ready to wear, and the other is for haute couture. Um, their chamber was originally, or the council was originally um, established in 1868 as the Chamber Syndicate de la Couture. And it was then um, changed over to the Federation and um and then the other chambers were um added at different dates so it consists of the three different chambers of fashion and it currently has about 100 members i'm surprised that number is a little low i have to dig a little bit more for some more research to see um but that's what i've been able to find all right so those are the four organizations that oversee fashion week for the four major regions of fashion. And there are processes, there are applications that have to be um, provided, there are invitations that have to be made for some areas. Um, And then um, all of these have foundations that they have organized within the organization to fund designers, budding young um, students who are desired to be designers and then other industry areas and then philanthropy and on and on and on. And they are nonprofit organizations. So they have to raise funds for the fashion weeks in everything that they do. So that's the organizations who put on um, the fashion weeks. Now, all the other fashion shows and things that go on outside of these four major organizations are independent. And I'm sure they have some type of um, establishments that help fund their fashion shows. And then if you're talking about like a independent designer, then they're looking at funding themselves. Um, I know UPS did a great job or has been doing a great job over the last few years of funding some of the designers. So definitely look up UTS, I mean, UPS and Fashion Week for New York to see how they're funding a minority designers. Um, this year, there was a focus on Black designers. I know in past years, so it's been Hispanic designers. So that's great that these organizations are helping these designers, you know, go for their dreams. So that is the organization of Fashion Weeks. Hey, adventurous educator, did you know that CTE Month is in February. Well, in honor of you, I am giving away free fashion marketing resources. Every Friday in February, I will have a drawing and I will provide a free fashion marketing project or activity to the winner. So go on to my description or the show notes and click on giveaway so that you can get your name in the hat. I look forward to all the wonderful winners that we're going to have. Now back to the show. So you may be wondering, how often is Fashion Week? Because it seems like you may be hearing about Fashion Week often throughout the year. And um, it is multiple times a year, mainly in the fall and in the spring. So um, what happens is that the Fashion Week that is presented... It's always presenting trends for the next season, six months ahead of time. And this is because 
the buyers need an opportunity to make decisions for their companies and then get the apparel, accessories, shoes, all those things manufactured. And it also gives media an opportunity to begin to talk about these fashion forecasts so that the general public, the industry knows what's coming down the road in fashion. So, um, so in the fall, they are showcasing spring, summer, and in the um, spring, or I guess early winter or late winter, they're showcasing um, fall, uh, fall, winter. So whatever showcase is happening at that time, they're projecting the fashion and uh, the trends for the next season. So there are three kinds of fashion weeks. Um, There's a haute couture week, there's a ready to wear week, and there's a men's week. So the haute couture takes place twice a year um, in January for the following um, spring, summer. So January, of course, is winter. So it's for the spring, summer season. Um, And then it also shows in June or July for the fall winter season okay so their runway tends it's it's a little bit shorter than the ready to wear and the menswear okay and then for the ready to wear um you'll see those being showcased in march for the fall winter and then in september when we have the big four fashion week that we always um highlight um they are showing trends for the spring summer of the following year and then the men get to have their own showcase their own fashion week because men have not necessarily been highlighted in all of the other fashion weeks so they have a men's wear um, fashion week that is in the fall the fall winter collections are presented in january so you notice that there's a longer runway for the men's um fashion um and then in the the spring summer collection is showcased in june now there may be various reasons men you're talking about tailoring and a lot of things um there's just not as many manufacturers out there making men's clothes so they're just made they make need just a little bit more lead time um but women's clothing is tends to be pretty fast produced um, and in high demand as well. Whereas menswear is not as in high demand as women's wear. All right. And so those are your times that you have. I mean, that's how often fashion week happens. So really for um, a designer, they're looking at presenting something two times a year. And I guess it depends on what type of designer, because it could be a designer who just focuses on, you know, fall winter and then there could be a designer who is really focused on summer uh, spring summer um but the buyers are really for companies looking to make purchases two times a year for those two different seasons and um that's how your fashion weeks roll I hope you've enjoyed this first part of the two-part series for fashion week um as I stated there are activities Um, that would be available but you have to tune in next week to part two 
because I will go over how you can engage your students with activities, projects, and things um, that are related to Fashion Week. The students really love it. It's a great opportunity for them to extend their knowledge and awareness of the fashion industry. So come on back for part two next week. Have a wonderfully blessed day. Thanks for listening to Marketing Adventure. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share this episode with someone you think would benefit from the information shared here today. If you have any questions or want to connect with me, find me on Instagram at Marketing Adventure. All links and resources discussed in this episode can be found in the show notes at marketingadventure.com.